Now, my uncle recently died during COVID, and when we were celebrating his life and attending a very small-scale funeral, uh, that's all that was allowed. Unfortunately, we weren't allowed in a church, but other places allowed us. Um, we were talking about how he was always a gentleman, always a gentleman. I think about how much um, he cared for me and loved me uh, with gifts and his generosity, and he was a very happy and simple person. And one of those things that I think came across in his personality so simply that it was almost overlooked was this honor he showed and chivalry he showed specifically toward women. Anytime a woman, whether young or old of any age, walked into the room, he was the first person to stand up, offer his chair. He was a gentleman of the old school who waited really until all the women sat down and were comfortable before he sat down. And not in a way that was like stressful, because you know those guys sometimes where they're like, no, you have to sit down. I have to give you a chair. You know, you have to do this. And I'm a mover. I like to stand. So it's always one of those like, allow the man to be a gentleman. Just sit down and take the darn chair. But there are moments where you want to stand. You've been sitting all day. Uh, but, and you know, sometimes they need to calm down a little bit. But when Christina, Christine Pineda from Matchmakers in the Cities joining me during our happy hour, she asked the question, is chivalry dead? And it's sad because it seems like it is fading away with some of the older generations. Yet at the same time, Christina, people, men want to be chivalrous, but they don't know how. And let's be honest, us women can really get in the way of that happening. Mm, that's so true. And it is very much alive and breathing if you want it to be. So for men, I want to challenge you because I date consult a lot of men. This is why this came up for me that they will say to me, Oh, just chivalry. It's just not me. And then I challenge them on that because it's because <laughs> you marked they, off my list. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, I, the thing is they haven't been raised with it. And a lot of them grew up in the seventies, sixties and seventies culture where it was anything goes and people were really questioning a lot of these old school wonderful things that, that have very respectful things. So they weren't raised with it. And I think what you are talking about, Timory, is that sometimes women will expect the chivalry, but they don't support it. So that men are also scared to be perceived as chauvinistic or showy mm, and then mm -hmm. being made fun of by their female friends for doing it all of a sudden if they've never done it in their lives. But if you are on the marriage path, if you want to be with the woman of your dreams, this is so important for you to do. <laughs> it is a game changer. We've had so many bachelors. We used to work with a chivalry expert. Now we just do it. Our talk about to our bachelors about it ourselves and talk to women about it too. But our, I remember, especially one bachelor in the beginning of when we started our company say to me, Christina, that session was a game changer for me. So if you open your mind, if you open your heart to that, it will change your life. And now about women, what Timree was saying that some of us will use it as a deal breaker. And <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that too, but it's not appropriate for our times, ladies, to use this barometer as a deal breaker, unless the man, if you tried it, if you, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. So you want the door held open for you. Men always hold open every single door and anticipate her needs. So if you're walking, you see a door, go in front of her and open it. 
if she, for instance, though, if you don't do that if the, for the woman, if there's a door in front of you and he's not opening it, just stand there, wait, be patient. And then say, if he's not getting the hint by that point, <laughs> say, <laughs> say to him, um, oh, I just love it when men open the door for me in a very kind and nice way. Then you will see his reaction. Most guys who are normal, good I'll single put a men. Carpet will out say, for you, honey. <laughs> Let me roll that carpet now. <laughs> they'll say sure, and they'll do. They'll open the door for you. Some men will say really, and will give you attitude, and then you know that is a deal breaker at that point because that guy is nasty. And keep that in mind. It might not be. Maybe it's. You want to give them a few more tries, but I don't know. That's pretty red flag in my book, but don't let it be a deal breaker <laughs> because men are nervous about these things. And they're not, I will say 99% of women want chivalry and it's the 1% of women who don't, who give it a bad rap. They're the loud ones and they mm -hmm, are the ones who mm -hmm, are, who are mm -hmm. saying, I can do it all by myself and not, most right. women we know that we don't want to do it all on our own, even if we technically could. We want that respect. We want to be treated like a princess, even if you don't use that word princess. It's you want that just common courtesy and respect that men like a knightly chivalry, a knightly man who will do these simple and small things that will really go a long way. You know, Christine, it's so funny as we're talking about this because the door is always what ends up coming up when we talk about chivalry and those simple ways to show that respect toward the women in your life. And I say this of all ages. Sometimes I'm shocked when a guy doesn't see it like an older man or woman walking toward the door and walk and open the door for the person. You know, speed up a little bit. I mean, I, I'm not a dude, but I recognize if there's someone older who's walking and they're going to be approaching the door, help them out. They're not always the most balanced. I think my mm -hmm. producer Karen's pointing at herself as if we should be opening the door for her. You don't get that yet, Karen. <laughs> She's saying she does that for other people. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's what, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but, you know, I have a couple door stories that I'm thinking of. And I mean, all of these are like gone wrong, gone well. One I'm thinking of last year, I was with a big group of people and um, I think we we're like walking up into a big building and I've kind of just gotten into that habit because so many men do want to be chivalrous, but they don't know what to do of respectfully lingering a little bit and giving the dude an opportunity to figure out that he's supposed to open the door or chance to because normally I'm one of those people who like walks at the front, goes marching right in, opens the door like I know where I'm going. I'm not going to wait for people who are slow in a group. And one of my friends goes, are you serious, Timory? You can't just open the stupid door. And like he makes a really big deal of like reaching around over me, grabbing the door, huffing and puffing. And I walked through and I was so mortified. And I thought, you know what? Thumbs down, dude. Like, you know, even if you mm -hmm. thought and noticed that I was lingering back, which I did a little bit, but there were a bunch of other people that I was waiting for as well. It's just rude. But on the other end, I've seen women. I remember in college, there was this one girl, and if someone opened the door for her, she would go and grab the door, step back, and be like, no, after you, I insist. And she'd insist on holding the door open for everyone who came through. And so I look at these examples, and it's so funny because it's something so simple that we can be polite about. But for some reason, like you said, those loud-mouthed people are the ones that can sometimes ruin it and make other people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's, that's very true. And if you, 
as a man, if you just, I want you to just stop thinking about those, the women who, and you know what, women, we're guilty of being very productive during the day, wanting everything to be efficient. Just if we can get one door open faster to get us through, like Timory was saying, that's her usually how she'll operate. But it, it goes both ways. Ladies, you want to give men the time to do what they need to do. And men just assume that women want chivalry because they usually do. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. a few other tips that I love to dive into that for men, I, I want you to get in the habit of doing these things because chivalry is a way of life. And if you start practicing it, it will, like that bachelor I said, it's not me. It will become you. So one thing, opening all doors, including car doors, we just talked about that. Have a blazer with you at all times. Offer it to her if if you're on a date or something like that. And if she's (laughs) seeming cold, because women, we have dresses and they're not always the warmest things. And then breath mints and pockets. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wonderful, though, to get that blazer. You feel so protected and, and and cared for when such a simple act, but it's so, it feels so good for, as a lady to, to get that blazer. And then men keep your breath mints in your pocket. We've talked about that before an umbrella in your car. That's something that might be different for you because it doesn't really rain that much in LA, but sometimes it does and you want to be prepared and then you can go and get it for her if you're at a restaurant or you're in cheap and you want to and make sure she doesn't get wet as she goes out of the restaurant and then pay for the meal. No questions asked. Take the check immediately. Do not let it linger on the table. As soon as it comes, just swipe it off there and take your card, put, slam it on the table, or not slam it, but put it on the table. And that's that. She might say to you, oh, she might do a fake reach and say, oh, or maybe a reach, real reach. Oh, it's, it's okay. I can help. Can I, can I contribute? That's, just that's not she doesn't really mean it so she might but it doesn't matter (laughs) the guys are like wait what (laughs) don't take her for her word that's the first cardinal rule of women (laughs) no sometimes you have to but this with when it comes to paying the bill that's that's true so say this is the volleyball rule it's called say oh no 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 i got it don't worry about it then she might say, oh, are you sure? And then, then you'll say, yep, no problem. Got it. Leave a tip, that's- woman. That's what you're supposed to say. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but, you know, Christina, as you're walking through some of these simple ways, you know, to be courteous, to have common sense, it really brings me back to a man's mission of being Mm -hmm. a protector, a provider, and someone who makes sacrifices. And I really do believe through chivalry, common courtesy, that men can really own their mission to be protectors, to be providers. And, you know, maybe you're dating and you agree with the person you're dating, you know, hey, we'll take turns on our meals out in terms of what we do. You know, that's different and you can get into that. Uh, But you're really talking about helping men to come into their mission. And I think part of the difficult issue with chivalry and why I love that we're talking about it during our happy hour is that many men are looking for a mission. And part of it is a simplicity of making little sacrifices and being thoughtful toward other people. And when we throw chivalry out the door, we throw out the gentleman, we throw out the virtue and we throw out the purpose of living for others for men. Mm, And this is men, this is your way to be the knight in shining armor. And these small, simple things, it's like St. Therese, a little way. These, this is how you do that. This is how you save the princess. 
there's all these video games and everything. It's all about saving the princess. This is how you're going to do it in these small, simple ways. And just, I say that the rule of thumb is if you ask, you pay. So if you're the one who's courting her and you're asking her out to do something, you pay mm-hmm. for it. If she mm-hmm. invites you to something, then that's different. Mm-hmm. But you, if you're pursuing her, I'm sure you are at a place in your life where you can share your life. You have the means to share your life with someone in certain in a certain respect. And don't do something that you don't feel like you can afford. So if you can't afford a, an expensive restaurant, bring her somewhere nice, but that's not the top tier prices. Bring her on a picnic. This, I mean, that's probably all you can do right now. So <laughs> save a few bucks. <laughs> right, right. That's Christina Pineda from Matchmakers in the City. You can find them at matchmakersinthecity.com. We'll post links to that. And just a final thought on chivalry. Ladies, from your perspective, we talked about sometimes, you know, we can say that if he's not chivalrous, if he doesn't open my door, if he's rude about it, it's a deal breaker. And Karen, my producer, is just commenting. There's a problem uh, when someone's rude. That's a red flag. That should be a deal breaker for both men and women. But if someone's just clueless, they don't know how to be chivalrous, and they're maybe coachable, that's not a deal breaker. That's an opportunity to love someone who maybe hasn't been taught that example or even been encouraged or dated someone who expects it. And so this is one of those moments where being a Christian in the culture is a reminder that we are called not only to have high expectations of ourselves, but to help other people in the high expectations we have for them as well.